Hey y'all, welcome to the Here I Am Radio. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Maddie and this is my safe space to be authentically myself and to share my emotions as they are in this human experience. And I hope that this can be a safe space for you all as well to feel the full range of your emotions and to allow yourself the space to be present with what's going on with your heart, what's going on with your mind. And we can join in this journey of self-exploration together. So thank you so much for being here and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi everyone and happy Sunday. I hope you're all enjoying your weekend. <clears throat> Sorry for not having an episode up on Friday. I actually had to go to the hospital. I'm all fine now, but that's why um, there wasn't a recording up. But currently I am sitting in my car at the cemetery where my brother is buried and I had a few thoughts come up during my time here that I just wanted to share (laughs) and get off my heart and out into the world. So right now it is a bright and sunny day and I'm so grateful that it's finally starting to warm up and that we're moving into spring and I don't know why but I just felt called to come over here to the cemetery I really don't come and visit here that often. Um, I'm not very connected to the cemetery. Like TJ had never been here. There's no emotional connection here. It's just like where he is buried. So I think it is nice to have a visiting place for your loved ones. But I don't come here that often because there isn't like a huge emotional connection here uh, since he was never even here. But I decided to come over today because whenever I have an inkling to come over, that's when I usually do. So I came over and I walked out and I walked over to his headstone and was just standing there for a little bit and soaking in the sun on my face and just noticing my surroundings. And I noticed that the grass on his plot has fully grown in. And I don't know if you all are familiar, but basically when someone is buried at a cemetery, um, they dig up the the grave and then they bury the person and then they put sand down and then they put mulch down and then they put seed down and then it takes a while for the seed to grow into grass and at tj's plot we had a hard time actually growing the grass we had to keep on putting seed down and eventually it did grow and now that i am over here and it's starting to feel a little bit more like spring i'm really noticing how fully the grass has grown in and it's made me think about just how much time has gone past since he has died you know it's been almost it's been eight months i think or so uh it will be i believe nine months march 26th and in that time so much has happened and it's the little things that remind me of how long he has been gone because in my head and in my heart it feels like it's not that long ago that he died it feels like maybe three months ago at most definitely not like we're approaching a year as we are but the things that remind me that he's been gone for a longer period of time are things like this grass growing in he's been dead long enough where grass has fully grown from seed at his burial plot and other things like when I'm listening to the radio, I'll hear new songs come out. And 
I have this weird thought every time in my head, every time I hear a new song come out on the radio thinking, this is a song that TJ has never heard and will never hear. And that might seem like a silly thought to have, but it signifies for me this post-TJ era. And that's not to say that I don't think about TJ every day and that I feel his presence very much and that he still lives in my heart. That is also so true. But he's not physically here anymore. So when I think of things like new songs coming out on the radio, it just is an extra reminder of his absence. And it does sting, not going to lie. I think that I am managing my grief better than I ever would have thought. I think I'm in a really good place considering all that has happened and how traumatic that whole experience was. Granted, I have sought out help from a therapist and now a coach and I lean heavily on the people closest to me and I really do a lot of inner work to make sure that I don't spiral down and out of control at any given moment but it it is still difficult the grieving process is still so difficult and so real and something that has been extra evident to me over these past few months is how in grief life can continue to move on the days continue to pass and for you for someone that is processing grief processing trauma it feels like the days aren't really passing all that fast at all which is, like I said, why it feels like it's only been three months since he has died, not eight or nine. And I've had to come to terms with everyone else in my life, excluding my family and TJ's closest friends and stuff. They're not still thinking about TJ every day. They're not still thinking about his death or the tragedy or any of that. But for me, I, I still think about it every day. And so sometimes I get caught up in this headspace of, well, why hasn't anyone checked in on me in the past week, the past month? Why aren't people still asking me how I'm doing or asking me how I'm feeling or asking me about TJ, any of those things? And there are a select few amount of people who are so good at checking in. And I found that those people have also experienced deep loss or grief because unless you've been through it, you don't under... I don't think you can understand fully. I think you can sympathize, but I don't think you can understand how deep grief can run until you've experienced it yourself. So I've really had to give myself some grace saying that, you know, it's okay to still be grieving eight or nine months after he's died. It's still okay to think about him every day it's okay to be feeling how you're feeling and it's okay to have random things that trigger you and throw you off course that's a part of the grieving process and I've also had to learn how to have more compassion with some of the people in my life knowing that just because they're not checking in or asking how I'm doing with everything it's not because they don't care it's just because they don't know and I think I've also gotten better with asking for what I need. So some days I wake up and I'm just in a really 
low place or sometimes something random in the day will trigger me and it will throw me off course for the rest of the day. And like I said, that's totally okay. It's part of the grieving process. But I also used to expect that people should just know, (laughs) that people should know when I'm having a bad day or people should know when I'm feeling really triggered and thrown off course. But people don't know how we're feeling unless we tell them and they can't help unless we tell them. So I started practicing letting people in first with my therapist and then I started big I started asking other people in my life for help too or letting them know that I was having a bad day. So although my friends may not understand the depth of my grief fully, I can let them know exactly how I'm feeling. And when I let them know how I'm feeling, then they're totally supportive, totally loving, and check in. So I just have had to learn to better voice my emotions and better voice how I am doing throughout my grieving process, which has been a big game changer for me because now I'm not as resentful. Before I started letting people in on how I was feeling, I was starting to feel a little bit resentful. How could so-and-so not check in or how could so-and-so not know how I'm feeling when I wasn't actually telling anyone? So now that I tell people, I have a lot more support and that resentment has gone away. But that was basically what I wanted to share today. I know it's a plethora of just random thoughts and emotions. I didn't have a plan on podcasting today, but that's just kind of what I was thinking today. And then the last thing, actually, before we close out, was as I'm looking around here at this cemetery, as I was walking out away from where TJ's buried, I noticed how he's buried next to young people, like people who are 20 years old, were 20 when they died, buried next to people who are 60, buried next to people who are 80. And it also had me thinking about just how random death is too. And it just further signifies for me how short and precious life is and how we have to live our lives to the fullest and love however fully we can because we might get 20 years or we might get 80 and we don't have any say in the matter sorry I'm getting emotional um and we also don't have a say in how long those that we love live you know it could be again 20 years or it could be 80 So as I look around here at this cemetery, it's just a reminder to me of how random death is and how we spend so much time of our lives, or at least I know I do, trying to plan and trying to control and thinking that we have unlimited days and that we can fit everything in rather than trying to be truly present and trying to live in the here and the now because that's the only moment that we're guaranteed. So... I think that's another big lesson to pull away from uh, being here today. Knowing that life is short and precious, that death is so random, that the grieving process makes time feel as though it's not really moving at all, that I am allowed to take my time in my grieving process, that I have to voice how I'm feeling to other people in order to let them in so that they can better support me. 
that only those who have experienced loss and grief so intimately truly have an understanding of what the process looks like and you're they're usually the best people to lean on all of these things are just flooding into my head flooding into my heart as i sit here and i just wanted to share that with you all and let you know that if you're grieving if you're going through a hard time processing a traumatic experience in your life that I am here to chat with that there are other people in your life that love you so deeply and would be so willing to hold you and comfort you. You just have to be courageous in letting them in and letting them know how you're actually doing in order for them to best support you. So that is all that I have to share today. I'm sure at some point I will share more about my whole experience with grief and how my experience with the day that TJ died, but I'm just not in a place right now where I want to share that. But this feels right for me to share. You know, everyone is grieving at some point or another. We all go through the process. Death is a part of life, as I said (laughs) uh, at the start of this podcast. So just know that you are loved, that you are supported, that you will get through this and you can. Yeah, that's it. Okay, until next time, guys. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this random Sunday episode. I'm really grateful that you are here, that you're listening. Maybe it's a message that you need to hear right now, or maybe it's something that you come back to in the future. Today's episode, I talked about a bunch of random thoughts I was having as I sit here at my brother's gravesite and just wanted to share a little bit of my experience of grief and trauma with all of you and kind of how I'm feeling amidst that and what I've learned a little bit. <laughs> you know, I'm still I'm still in it, but I just wanted to share what was on my heart, what was on my mind. And that is all. I don't have any other words for today. I am not going to do a prayer episode today either. This is just a random one-off episode, but I will be back to the normal flow tomorrow. Okay, bye.